welcome to this episode 59 of the Northern Inflation Podcast. We're joined by myself, Stu West, and Mr. Liam Watt. Hello. Hello there. Hopefully the video will work. If it does, we'll even fire it onto the YouTubes for everybody to, to sit and look at while they're painting. We have also got the chicken dog. Now, I can't see myself, so I might not even be here. So oh God, she's got bad hair. But there you go. So it's it's midway. Well, it's not midway between Christmas and New Year. It's like the day before New Year's Eve. The New Year's Eve Eve. It's the Eve of New Year's Eve. So um, Happy New Year to people. Um, have you what did did you get anything uh, hobby related for Christmas? Uh, money. That's kind of the uh, normal. That's why like uh, me and my partner uh, we just focused on uh, being our daughter's first birthday, uh, uh, first Christmas, sorry, that it'd be obviously about her. So obviously we've just then, when we got paid, just taken our budget and yeah. picking and choosing what we're buying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, just, just money. I've got like a, a pot of money that I'm just picking away at sort of thing of just buying things here and there. Uh, obviously for this new uh, league we've joined, I've splurged into a complete new army is oh this will be because i have no idea what it is so we'll <laughs> we'll, we'll chat on that in a minute yeah I, I didn't get i didn't get a massive well i didn't get any but my kids are of an age now where they get hobby for christmas yeah oh for the boy he got have you seen rumble slam yes i have yeah yeah so he got rumble slam so that's me painting up uh an orc team and uh the human team for that um we got he got Luke Cage and Iron Fist for Crisis Protocol um, in his stocking, which is nice. And the chi- the bigger child, she got uh, Loki and Hela. So there's a few little new things for me to paint there. <laughs> I finished uh, Daredevil this week. I uh, started and finished him this week. And I've got Luke Cage, Iron Fist and Ronan all built and primed. So yeah. How did you find Iron Fist to build? I didn't. That wasn't enjoyable for me. No, it wasn't great. I, I I wanted to find a way where I could just cut that silly dragon off and yeah. stick a fist on him, but uh, I built it because it's the boys. I thought I better not start hacking it up or else he'll, he'll get the ump. So, yeah, it was a bit of a funny one to get balanced, but... It's yeah. just too thin at the bottom. Yeah. I think it'd have been better if he was uppercutting, mm. sort of, uh, more than a... And we should talk more. We should do a dedicated Crisis Protocol hobby chats. Yeah. And- in chats that'll be good we'll get grant on but uh yeah aside from that in terms of sigma uh, this week i've painted my marsh crawler slug off um i had used it a couple of times at one of your little aberdeen events mm-hmm. uh also on one battle report but i'm using it on this week's battle report and um i got a bit of abuse of eric last time for using what he deemed an unpainted model so i painted that and I've just got the breaker boss to do. So I've got him out on my table. I'll get him finished tomorrow, probably. Um, so that'll be my festive hobby done. Uh, but yeah, that's that. I, di- I, didn't, I got Lego. I got uh, I got Old Trafford in Lego. So That's cool. That's uh, How much pieces was that one? It's 4,000. <laughs> it's absolutely mad. I've got it. I'm looking at it now. I'm not going to try and bring it over because that'll make a bad telly. But yeah, it's big. Uh, so that's going to take me a while. I've got the boy Moss Isley for uh, his birth. It's his birthday on um, Monday. Yeah. So there was a big sale on. Um, 
it's great him just having his uh his birthday just after Christmas because you get stuff really cheap. So yeah. Have you seen then Spider Man yet, or is that this week? Tomorrow. I'm taking him tomorrow. It comes on oh. and I'm tomorrow on New Year's okay, Eve. So that's good. We're boxing. You finish. Oh. Finish Hawkeye. Did you enjoy? Yeah, finished Hawkeye. I really Very enjoyed. good. That yeah. Was, uh... Yeah. So no, I'm I'm loving it. Um, I'm looking forward to to that and then multiverse and Book of Boba as well. So all the geeky stuff. It's been great for TV. Mm-hmm. it's like i've got the expanse there uh to watch the last season of that i've got the witcher um i have got the new dc titans um which i quite enjoyed the first two series of um there was hawkeye there's a few mm-hmm. things on this there's, there's some really good telly this year we watched yeah. uh ron's gone wrong it's a new film that was on disney oh, yeah. it's really good? enjoyable i think your kids would like it it is really good yeah um, that's on tomorrow and then book of fat as well that's uh yeah i'm looking forward to that yeah yeah it's been a good year for it um yeah anyway there you go that's christmas new year so i have to say to you as well congratulations because you won northern invasion 21 thank you thank you We've we've not done anything since before that so we you were the recipient of the badge of shame i was first time ever we've had a badge of shame recipient win the event so well done. So good to play them both. Yeah. So so what was your list for those that didn't listen to the last one? Uh, it was Teclas. Uh, I was in Iliatha, uh, which allows two Venari units when one is selected for a command ability, the other one gets to use it mm-hmm. at the same time or after completely uh, for free. And then I had a Kafler, my general. She had a Warmaster, the command trait, which at the start of my hero phase, she gets a four plus, she gets a command point. Mm-hmm. Then she had the item that when she dies on a four up, she comes back full lot health. Ten wardens, ten wardens, 30 sentinels, 20 sentinels, and Emerald Life Swarm in a battle regiment. Yeah. Uh, it was good. It's It was a solid list. I think even now, talking after the FAQs, I still think it's in a comfortable place. Like, like everyone's talking, the only shell's getting worse and things like that, but I think it would just alter how I play the list rather than coming away from it. I'd obviously have to drop 10 Sentinels by the points increases, but that would also then allow me to have a combat unit, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd be able to up my Wardens if I then dropped. Again, I had Portal on the list, and I very rarely used it other than for like a Lambert Light or uh, getting the... Uh, darkness spell out from the Kaflar to do the leadership Bellacord effect on units, which was quite com- uh, again, the list was comfortable there was only not to detriment the opponents I had there was only one game that I felt that it could have got away from me, and that was obviously DJ Wee's Night Haunt, just because it's still quite a it's a list that gets a lot of units in it and I can only target so much if he stays half off the table, which he did. Uh, I won on that and pushed to kill uh, kill his general turn one uh, just to stop him having that free teleport about the board and the control that he lost from that. But he gave me a hard game. That was like a turn five victory on that one. Uh, I do think with the change of points, I do think its damage output does drop a fair bit by just even losing 10 Sentinels, because actually that is, if your opponent charges you, that's a lot of shots you'll lose over a game. 
mm-hmm. uh, I find. But yeah, it was really yeah. enjoyable. Enjoyable yeah. army? Is that a. Yeah. I enjoyed the hobby side of it more than I would say playing it. I was hoping, as harsh as that sounds, I was hoping for fast games because it was just going to shoot people off. But it actually doesn't. It has consistent damage every turn, taking a unit at a time. But it doesn't have, like. It's not an alpha strike like what some armies in the past have been able to do, where you would literally cripple your opponent turn one and things like that. Uh, I don't think there's much of that in the game anymore no. outside Stormcast. Uh, even KO. So certain armies can't cope with a KO alpha if you... Yeah. Or the new Kragnos meta that we're going to walk into. He seems to be the the beefy boy. Seems to be a few people buying him for sure. That's good. Get the sales up on him and then chuck his points up 200 and he'll never get played again. <laughs> no, it's... So... Um, because we had Storm Arwen that weekend, you were mm. set on game four to play against uh, your local opponent, John Bates, weren't you? Yeah. He, he had to to go and, I don't know, do manly things at a house. Yeah. Would you... wood and burn fires. Confident against how you'd have performed against Seraphon? I think me and John, it's a favourable matchup for me because I outrange him so much. Yeah. And being a one drop. I think I think that is still unfortunate the way the game is because of Battle Regiment. It is still quite a game of I if I can get the best list in a one drop, if I'm one of the factions that can do that, I have a straight advantage. Because I can either make you take turn one because you can't reach me, or I take turn one and cripple quite a lot of your units. Because he's quite a low bravery army as well. I can do quite a lot mm-hmm. uh turn one against him. Yeah, I thought you would have done all right. So yeah, Arwen, uh, I'll, I'll, if I can work out how to do it, I'll put a little picture up because Arwen's uh, Lumineth are getting painted at the moment and she's got nearly after as well. She chose that. Yeah. Um, as it looks a pretty fun list. Um, I'd not really thought about it until reading reading the book recently, but mm-hmm. we've basically got some people in the community have been really good and they've, they've uh, donated um, Dawn Riders to her because mm-hmm. that's what she wanted to do. So uh, I know. Mark Roberts won won a box down at um, Aberdeen, and he he gifted it across for her to have a first army. So her list is two tens of Dawn Riders and two fives, and then a twenty and two tens of Wardens, um, the Light of Eltharion, a Cathalar, and that Antelope guy. Mm. Oh, and a Horogast, a Life Swarm, and Cogs. I think I'm not too sure. Um, but yeah, her the way she hers works, it's pretty nasty because that Catalan does that horrible thing about uh, you, you throw damage your, control. Uh, yeah, you throw your yeah, battle shot yeah. to your opponent. You throw your battle shot to your opponent, and if you've got the horror guest out there, then they can't use um, uh, you mean the battle shot. And the, you also the three you rock. also have a spell in Lumineth, which means you can't be targeted by command abilities. Okay. As well, in one of the lores that it says you can't receive or okay use command abilities, which then means that again. That's another unit, because uh, then that allows your split. Obviously, the Cathal only targets one unit, but if you're... Yeah, it's such a good model. I still think that's still yeah, one of the best. And she didn't like the actual model for it, so she's used an old uh, spell singer. Uh, so, yeah, she's she's looking forward to it. I think it'll be pretty tough. I'm looking forward to playing it myself. Mm-hmm. 
I think it's fast uh, for it's, expected. It's only downside, and as we know it is, would be uh, coherency. I think that's only the downside of these armies that have, yeah. like, as we talked with yourself about the OBR, having big 10-man units Death Riders would be awesome. But when you all of a sudden have to finagle yeah. to get that shape where everyone's in an inch, but then you only get, like, you get eight in uh, comfortably. But You have to yeah. go with the wet formation. Yeah. Simple that. Go with the big wedges, old Bretonian yeah. lances and... Yeah, and then they all run to Battleshock. But it's not too bad. Uh, I will see. We'll see. I am looking forward to, to giving it a go, actually. It seemed, seemed quite a fun a fun army. And there's no Sentinels in there and no Foxes. Um, yeah, I think, I think there's some game I, in there. I think, I think there is game in that book without Sentinels and Foxes. I think the issue is the other books that exist that force you to play the book that way. Uh, uh, they definitely, I feel that you're forced to go that sort of direction with most of those armies where, like you say, if if Daughters of Cain didn't have bow snakes access to, or cities didn't have their own really good shooting units or storm casts, then you wouldn't have to have this fight of who has the best shooting phase. Because I think if you're winning the war in the shooting phase, you're normally winning the war quite often of control of the game. Because if you can comfortably remove key piece or what four or five hundred points of someone's army yeah. that their entire army works around is quite a lot on turn one uh do you think that just adds another another sort of block of strength to the the Ideneth as well with their uh inbuilt tech to sort of counter shooting i don't i don't honestly think that works anymore because there's so much armies that can also re like lumineth my list i could pick up a unit and drop it nine inches away Daughters of Cain can do the same thing. Stormcasts can do the same thing. Yes. Cities can come on board edges. Yeah. Like all the armies that have the problem shooting units have a way of, oh, I'll pick up this unit that only moves what, five to eight inches. I'll drop it nine inches away from you. So I can also pick off your support heroes at the back of the table or uh, take off your key unit, I shoot my shooting unit, kills your shooting unit, you have no no tech left because you've spent, like you said, a quarter of your points in there, a shooting unit. Yeah, no, it'll be, it'll be interesting to, to see how things go. Um, yeah, I think, well, we'll, we'll see what, what the shift is. A KO feel like one of the weakest shooting armies at the moment. I don't know why. I think I was so used to the old re-rolling ones for um, certain War Scroll battalions and then the try mm of the re-roll hits or wounds from the Aether Gold, but they just seem to have been really neutered. Yeah, because it's also units of 10 pluses that, that those kick in, which is a shame for the Aether Gold effects. It's 10, 10 or more models, I think, on the Aether yeah. Gold effects, Whether which means a quarter of, like, 60% of their book is even touched by that, because the only units that go above are Thunderers and Archonauts, because everything else is not 10 models. No. Which is a shame. It should maybe be Sky Vessel or infantry unit of six or more is that better because then that means that a unit of six sky wardens could be affected yeah a unit of six engine riggers could be affected uh or do they get an effect where they count as two models for ether effects so then obviously they'd be yeah i mean i play barack urbaz so you get the extra d3 mm. and you don't have to 
you can give those to people who don't you can either give them additional ones or you can give them to people i think that that don't qualify under the normal rules okay and you can kind of sneak a few in which is quite useful you shouldn't have to play that way you shouldn't have to criteria yourself to a skyport or things like that that i think that's where third edition is weird because we've gotten these new books as you you've played one of the newer books magikin how do you feel uh, uh, yeah, maybe have a chat on that in a few minutes if you want. Mm, I yeah. think it's good. It's good. Uh, there's definitely some. It feels like Nurgle should feel, you know, mm-hmm. very different to what they were, and they're slow. They don't dish a lot, but they're so resilient. And that I really like the disease mechanic. I've got a couple of questions on for it on you, for you on it, because we've got three things that the feedback we've got from our battle reports on three yeah. things. That are a bit ambiguous probably need an faq just to see what your thoughts are on those we'll come to that in a few minutes maybe um, but yeah i thought nurgle's a really good book there seems to be a lot of options there it's like uh grave lords i really like the grave lords book i think yeah. it's one of the books in a long time you can play the army so many different ways there's so many different types of army you can get out of it yeah um it's yeah i think they've done really well with it i've not really taken much notice of cruel boys or stormcast apart from the slogoth because the slogoth's just so good um it's just slots so so well into any destruction army really um i don't know what you thought is do you think there's uh, in the the bat rep we've got this week i've got it as an ally in a more tribes army whereas a couple of people have said that's not possible uh, but it has the trogoth keyword mm-hmm so I see, I see that as being fine because they can ally with Trogoths. Um, so I'd have to check the general's handbook. But... I can't remember. Well, it used to be that they could uh, ally with Trogoths. I don't know whether they've just switched it now so that they ally with um, with Oops, like Gits instead. Yeah, the app says it's fine, so surely it's right. <laughs> that's a problem, I think. I think that's a, like you say. Do you live and die by the app saying that something's allowed? Because you should. It's it's a, a form of format that they are saying the game is played. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been out long enough now that they should be able to fix these things or know when the data is because this example would be the new Nagash scroll where it says one of his abilities and it just repeats the sentence of the he's the supreme lord of death, which is uh, quite enjoyable. It is, yeah. No, it's uh, it, yeah, it needs a little bit of tweaking. There's certain things in there that. Like um, like gets because I've got this this trogs army. If you have your uh, trog boss as the general, it it says that you can only take um the universal artifacts. None of the trogoth ones come through. Mm. So there are a few things that, but I suppose at the moment it's free. So hopefully they're lying out these things before they start making it that you pay for it. Mm. You know. Or again, do they ever go down that line? Do they really need to? Are they well? They're making bank anyway, don't they? Like, mm-hmm. GW have no problem with making money. No, as if they want to make more money, isn't it? I think that's always the. I really like having the codes in the box so that you unlock the content automatically mm. in the app. I think that was well needed, so it's quite nice. I just wish they would go to a digital format permanently. For I don't, I would prefer the rules and points not to be in the books. Mm-hmm. You do the war school cards, which is like 20, 15, 20 pound, and then you do the digital book, which is then just the 
gaming stuff. Yeah. The, the books you buy for like £20 and they're just the lore, the artwork, the... Remember they used to do the how to paint heraldry and things and paste switchers. That section, 20 pages at the back of that book could then be that sort of stuff for them. All the armour painter stuff and things. Or I remember in some of the older like codexes, like this one it was codexes obviously, was you'd have that like two or three pages of, well, here's how we made scenery for this army. Yeah. Or how we made themed boards and uh, how we converted this model with these bits to make the Grand Marshal instead of a normal captain and things like that. I do think they sometimes lose out on that sort of stuff because the hobby, I don't even think the White Dwarfs do it anymore. The, really, the hobby stuff that, like... I'd stop buying it, mate. White yeah. Dwarfs. It, it was just like a sales pamphlet after a while. It just seemed to be, you were just reading through sales pitches for what was coming out next. It, it didn't well, seem like the kind of content I used to really like. That's I like their old format where it would come out at the start of the month and it would tell you in the book, here's all the new stuff coming this month. Mm-hmm. Here's the dates the, to pre-order them. But then in this entire issue, we're going to play with all the new stuff or here's, or they did the Tale of Four Gamers. Their Tale of Four Gamers used to be a lot better than it is now where they would that. proper go into detail of what they bought, what they're playing, uh, why they chose it, not just for either theme or things like that. They actually went, this is the the smartest choice, not just playable wise, but uh, to then for next month I'm going to be able to slot this in, sort of thing, rather than just going, I'll I'll paint this cat scout because the scouts was the kit that I had available on my desk, sort of. Yeah, I used to love that the Taylor Four Gamers thing, and it used to really be quite inspiring and make you want to go and do it. And yeah, really what, cool. uh, well, Matt that does obviously the channel now with Louise doing the painting that's what i remember him doing yeah he was in them doing his space marines as uh, his ultramarines i think is always he did mm-hmm. like you say it would last six months of the year so i think it normally start october and it would go into the new year mm-hmm. and then it's what they would do is you'd go back to them when the new edition or the new book came out and he goes oh this is what i added uh, to the army sort of thing rather than like you could follow it along sort of thing rather than it's yeah. a bit too fast now i think yeah, that sort of side like yeah. a lot of like league stuff or things like that you just go straight from zero to a hundred and uh... yeah no it, it'd be it'd have been really good to do like a monthly video like for us for a northern invasion tailor four gamers mm. get to play then though because we're we're so remote from each other it's yeah. not we'd get our monthly game against each other but I suppose you could play locally against local opponents with it and then talk through amongst ourselves and give you. You kind of did a path to glory, didn't you? So I think that's kind of what they tried. Rather than being writing a list and making doing your models that way, they kind of went down the path to glory was the way they wanted it to. I really like the new path to glory. We've been doing it. Um, we're doing that at the moment. Um, I think we're on round three or round four. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's really good fun. Uh, I do like how it. I like the Grave Lords one. I wish that was out. The one that was in the recent White Dwarf. Mm. The first White Dwarf I've bought in ages. But um, the way that if you use, you, you don't take summonable ones on your roster, but for every um, hero you've got, you get to take a free summonable unit. Okay, that's yeah, cool. After Glory, it's, yeah, it's really good. Um, I would have liked to have took that. So there we go. Uh, so first of all, I suppose, before we talk about Nurgle then, we have just had an FAQ as well. You touched on the points. The points have changed a little bit, maybe not. No, no. Some people, no. well. I would have actually, rather than touching the stuff at the top as well, I would have just 
You see, like that Slanesh bit, that should be in about a page itself. Yeah. Just drop it by 20%. Yeah. Or 10%. Maybe not 20, maybe 20 is too high. Uh, or you leave the summonable stuff a bit higher because is that the problem? Is the stuff that gets summoned? Mm. Like a lot of their stuff's just. You talk about that example. Bliss Bar Archers are 170. Seven. Sentinels are 170. Yeah. And Iron Drakes are 170. Yeah. We know which ones they are not the the play. Again, is it because they see Bliss Bar Archers doing something in an army that summons? Mm. And this is one this is a thing I've always talked about. Is do you take something away from being free again? and make it cost because does that mean then armies like even what you're like saying nurgle there does that bring some units down even five percent so that they're not over costed like certain factions something will always be better than others like that's just the way the the rotation of books were like say they looked at the slanesh book two years ago two years later it comes out it's not relative anymore was folk could say slanesh everyone thought the slanesh book points were high when it first came out and they were like it must be a 3.0 book but then when 3.0 came out they just increased their points further which then everyone was like that's crazy yeah or is it again because but then you can't say that the points that they are are fair in comparison to like example their alternative daughters of Cain. they're not even in the same league of a playability army but the slanesh now have a lot more units while Daughters of Cain are still quite limited, and that's where the points become a thing. Is it points don't fix the problem sometimes that the issues are? You shouldn't have mortal wound shooting. We all have that argument. Mortal wound shooting shouldn't be a thing. Hero phase shooting is also not should not be a thing. You shouldn't be able to do things out of sequence. Hard to point those units if you've got something in the armor that allows that, like Stormcast. It's only one of the chambers that allows you to shoot in the uh, shooting phase. Should everybody be analysed about that? Oh no, you mean the hero phase one? That's yeah, not. I mean, sorry. No, yeah. that's just a, that's just a grand command trait. That's Is just that... a command ability. Yeah, you get used once per game. You don't even have to be anything it's stupid. Ambles, was that what it was? It used to be ambles a hidden hammer. That's what that used to do. Oh, but yeah, that that shows you. I've just got no. I've not even opened. It's still in the cellophane myself. Yeah, mine's are still in the cellophane. It's uh, but it yeah, it doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to anymore. You that's why, example, with the Nurgle book, I was sad that they didn't get general command traits mm-hmm. that were once per game like these. Is that what you made the wheel instead? As we've obviously talked quite privately about uh, our thoughts on the Nurgle, mm-hmm. does it feel like they missed the ball in some places? But yeah, points wise, a lot of folk. I think I've seen a lot of grumbles that Nagash is overpointed. Yeah. I think Nagash is in a really awkward rules as written stage to rules as intended i, I see I, I think he's all right I've, I've only used him twice since he's got his new scroll and granted he, he don't get the death save anymore um, it? it's not it's, oh, it's all wounds that are killing him and he has a four up yeah he has a four up on that um he knows all the spells now i really like that he knows the the feck and the nightmare oh, yeah. that that opens up all new levels of of experience and fun especially for those armies that really need it it's given them a little bit of a leg up and some new yeah. options i think he's quite comfortable like he's he's really good in effect uh, night hot i think he's good in all of them i think there is an i think unfortunately with nagash changing to being a general of every army he does need an faq on some rules 
because there's like obviously the one in the night haunt where if I think it's in it's in one of the hosts that hex wraiths on a two plus can take a mortal wound a wound on like bodyguard for the general. Okay. But he's your general, so does he get it? Counts as a general, doesn't he? But is that an allegiance ability? It's not an allegiance ability that targets him. It's an allegiance ability that targets the hex race. Yeah. Nah. I think his summoning mechanic is the the questionable thing, as I've mentioned yeah. in plus, our chat. What one. what does it mean? Like I know how maths works, but it, the problem is, is that all the sentences are worded badly. Yeah. That it it's like like the harvester one we were talking about, where the harvester on a four plus adds a model back but obviously he adds two models but if he doesn't roll the four plus he technically still gets a model because the effect of returning a model still there is just zero yeah because that's how it's worded and well in muster if, if i'm uh playing spamming Muster's the funniest like, one i'm slaying yeah. spamming, spamming players i've got a um my vargulf and i'm gonna throw one dice into each unit of players and it doesn't matter if I don't pass anything. You don't anything. do it that way. Getting one back to every single... You don't do it that way. You roll all the dice, and then that, you pick where the dice goes. That's it, don't you? Yeah. Which is even better, because then you're like, all right, that can't affect that. So that dice was a, was a one. I'm just going to re-roll it, because I don't need... Because the, the unit's only lost one ghoul. I'll just re-roll it. It's a five. I'll now add a flare to this unit. Things like that. It just... It's that crazy. Bonkers. Just, I just thought about... You're uh, you're putting a dice into each unit, and you're getting an additional player for each unit you're putting it into, um, which just seemed a bit bonkers. But I don't know. I know it's returning slain models, so it is. You're quite. If somebody takes off that nine man unit, all of a sudden, oh yeah, that's that's it gone. But because flesh eater courts also summon from heroes quite comfortably anyway. They're just going, oh yeah, I'll just summon on. The same with Night Haunt. Night Haunt are crazy with it. Uh, there's like, there's the list with the Hex Race with him where he just, as long as you don't kill the unit of 10 Hex Race, he just doesn't die because he just returns models to them every turn. But also if you take Life Swarm or the general gets to add D3, I think it's D3 Hex Race back on or one. So you're just adding two Hex Race every time. Yeah. And Life Swarm he heals you. So you roll, say you roll a five or six, that's one. And then you return an extra one. It then moves at the end of that hero phase. You then add an extra. You add one anyway because zero plus one is still one. That's how maths works. Mm -hmm. uh, and then he's got his own ability to shoot, was it five five units he goes? Oh yeah, you all get this extra yeah. save. There's no there's no range on that. It's just five, and he just brings back. Um, or as your hex race now, you're like, all right, they get to pass on wounds on a two plus, and then I I don't know what their bodyguard rule is. I don't know if they get a ward save or not. Some of them do, some don't. Mm -hmm. But other than that, you've got a unit of ten hex race here with a five up ward in the combat phase because mm -hmm. that's tanky. Four up five, four up five up. Uh, or as the other list I said, the one that was doing well, which was Nagash and five units of Blood Knights still does really well now because they're all of a sudden harder to kill and they now once per game obviously you've got that bubble of the plus one to the, their ward anyway so now they're going to be on a four up because there's no rules on adding no. modifiers to it's not just uh, you can stack it yeah 
So. A few of the other god characters have uh, had a bit of a, a boon as well. They've got the full um, law access, yeah. haven't they, Marathi? And um, did Delario? Yeah, Real. she got altered that it doesn't work in Cities of Sigmar and work. So yes. that was obviously that was the big gameplay was Alariel in the Living City because that's how that was winning all events all over the world. You know, uh, I do understand that. I do understand that's a that's a good design mechanic to remove issues further down the line. So if obviously you know for a fact there's a new Cities book coming mm-hmm. just by the way it's going. So obviously they've maybe seen something playtesting that new book. That they go, oh, Alariel's now broken in Living Cities because she has access to the Sylvaneth floor. Because also she's also got this entire city's lore here, for example. It stops that then being a thing where they're doing it now rather than afterwards when people have then bought a city's book, bought an Alariel. And... So she only, so what, what, what is it that happens then? Because I've not read hers then. So does so, she only get the Sylvaneth floor if she's in a Sylvaneth army? Yeah. Nagash does. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Otherwise, Nagash, Nagash would have been amazing if he knew the lowers of all of them at the same time, because he'd be yeah. sitting with 30-odd spells. He would actually beat Teclas for the amount of spells he knows. Take too long. I remember what it was like when we used to have the realm spells, where you'd have your, you'd have all of Nagash's spells, then you'd have the six realm spells. I think the the worst problem was is when he used to know all Death Wizard spells, oh, yeah, and that's... then he would, he would just go, yeah, uh, and you would just check your opponent's army. You'd be like, oh, your flesh at your courts. Yeah, that run and charge spell, that's pretty good. Uh, that spell's pretty good. I'll take those two. And... Yeah. So there's there's been a few changes. Um, I think, yeah, there was a bit of dummies that spat out across the, across the board because points changes weren't as robust as people wanted. Um, on my, uh, the... The battle report that we had on last week, which had Nagash on, mm. pretty split. You've obviously got the people go to watch the new Nurgle, and then mm. people go to watch new Nagash. And so the Nurgle people, because I hand of dusted Eric's great unclean one off, oh. <laughs> you can imagine the rage. So you get the rage from the the Nurgle players who are there. Who was saying he's busted, putting it through the portals, just boring. Why would you even do that? It's not fair. It's not fun. And then you've got the um, the Nagash fans who are saying, "Holy shit!" Now because now he can't do this, he can't do that, and do the other. So there's a real polar sort of. As we've said before, I think if you took that to him having to be in combat range rather than yeah. three inches, as the spells worded, yeah. he would be dropping 200 points because all of a sudden he's not be able to ha- 21 inches across the board go and take him off the there, table. There are ways to stop it though. Mm. Um, like in that situation, I mean Eric was playing with it for the first time, but if I was running that and he had Nagash, mm. I'd have had that unit of 20 blocking him, yeah. Plague rarers just screaming him, mm. bubble wrapping him so that the, the portal couldn't get anywhere near him until you got in a good enough position. I've not watched that game yet, but the same idea. You could cat and mouse it. You put your Great Unclean one right at the other end of the board. If Nagash wants to go chase that, mm-hmm. he's wasting himself because it's something yeah. that's only worth half his points. Because yeah. technically, Nagash with Portal is, what, 1,020? Yeah, it's well, he's 930 now, is he? Is he 935 now or something? 935, yeah. So, right, so it's 1,005 points. So he's chasing something that's half his points. Yeah. But if he also fails that 
I'm not how you do it. Do you roll a die? Do you roll the four up, or do you pick the dice? If he picks the right hand, all of a sudden you've wasted a turn setting up something that you could have put a debuff on instead that could be oh, more. It uh, was arrow mission, so everybody had to go to the middle. Yeah, so, yeah he, he was having to push. Um, it was. I think it was the hero mission anyway. Yeah, but no, it was it was good. But there is definitely opposed views. A lot of the Nagash players feeling that he's lost a lot um i think things have just changed on how you play him um i don't think he plays that much different he is not he he's more vulnerable now to excessive combat like he can't he's not a one-up re-rolling ones anymore so no. he's lost that ability he's lost that ability of the list you were playing with him neferat and things like that that were doing that but example you can still play with neferat you can still be immune to rend so you can still be on a two-up immune to rend which is yeah. Still really good. He doesn't get the six well, up after save. He can only do it on a Legion of Bl- a Soul Black Grave Lodge unit. He, oh, yeah, uh, I don't think he gets it. Did they remove the keyword section? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, He's well. now just got Death Lord. It's the same with um, Manfred can't give him plus one to hit and wound. Ah. But I, I think. There are a few little changes, but I think it's just because people were in the yeah. habit of playing him a certain way. Um. And you know, I think new... he's great in like you say, he's good in Feck. Mm-hmm. He makes Feck play different, which is good. It's no longer four dragons or uh, what twenty, well eighteen flares and things like that. It's making them. If you want to play him in there, you're changing the way the list is. Mm-hmm. It's a bit more glass, I think, and fragile to someone that can alpha it and take it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and what's the game on. you're in? I've got some ghouls built because. Um, my my feck list is just I've got what a terrorgeist and two dragons and then eighteen players. Yeah. Oh, so I'm definitely working on some ghouls at the moment just to give me some options and uh. There we go. We'll see. I will I will play him later in the year. I, I think yeah. Like if you if you're a, like you say if you're a deaf player and you have access to all the armies and you have access to all the units, he, he allows little armies little units to kick into the game that all of a sudden become really different. Like, mm-hmm. I was thinking list with him that it's a way of him, like, spamming units. There is in, in Nighthaunt, you can get him in plus still 10 other units, I think, comfortably. Yeah. And it's just little four-man units of things that just get, they just block up the board. You're just trying to roll 10 pluses or and attack twice and things like that. It's, I... you block up the board. There's armies that have been able to do that before. I think that the Black Knights are worth a look again. I, I always thought mm-hmm. good. Um, well, definitely that points drop again. Having the being hundred points now, mm-hmm. definitely. There's now a big enough difference between them and Blood Knights. I think that's that's my yeah, like you say, they're they're now different enough for Blood Knights. Mm-hmm. I think they could still drop. I think they could still be like ninety five points. I still think they're maybe a bit on the hefty side just due to the way the summoning works. I think that bringing them back is the good thing though, because you bring him back three. Um, it, it it seems pretty good. They're so fast. They just add something to a grave lords list that that they they do lack a little. The bit. wolves, yeah, the dogs aren't as good as they were because obviously they're in tens now instead of fives, which forces the points and co- cost increase on them. Uh, like you say, black knights are also that's a lot of units because you're gonna have like yeah. Well, I had... like a Nagash list. You could have him in eight units plus a hero. Well, last last game I had. Nagash, 
two twenties of skeletons, ten dire wolves, five black knights, a white king, and a necromancer. So it wasn't, you know, the, you've got some good board coverage there. Mm-hmm. You've got your two blocks of twenty, then you've got you, you, your dogs and your five knights to do a bit of speed and a bit of objective grabbing. The white king does a job. It's not great, but is that the foot one or the steed? Uh, the steed. So I add him with the, the knight. Yeah, the steed. The steed's normally there for the command trait because the idea of that his base is bigger, he gives a bubble better to a lot of the command traits. Right, he's fast as well. Um, yeah. Order bones is useful because I had um, Graveguard there as well. Mm-hmm. So I, had, yeah. Again, I think Graveguard are great. They just mm-hmm. struggle to get into combat. They're just not fast enough. And yeah. fast you, one. You, you deep strike nine away, you feel that nine inch charge. All of a sudden, you're going to get taken off before you get to hit sign. Mm. Yeah, once you've committed to where they're going to be. I think when you go with the big units, it's so key to get right where they're coming out. And mm-hmm. if, you can, if you can tease them out somewhere with a bit of bait, um, you pretty much they're out of the game after they've killed whatever it is they go into. But yeah, no, I, I think it's an interesting place. Uh, looking at Nurgle then, uh, yeah, I was surprised, first of all, by the big points increases. Mm-hmm. There were a few. And when I actually got them on the table, still quite a lot of models on the table once you put them down, and they don't die fast at all. Um, I think they still do to the right matchups. I think there's still certain things that can take them off, unfortunately, quite fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also because they do nothing in return. I think that's more what annoys me now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's the disease mechanic, as I've mentioned before. I'd quite like it if the mortal wounds done from it couldn't be ignored because then I think they would have some stay. But I hate how, like, like example, that would be a gatekeeper effect on Marathi because if she couldn't ignore wounds, so if she goes up to seven and say she took seven, all of a sudden big Marathi's down, down to five wounds. Yeah, I mean, if she couldn't ignore them or they were thrown off, things like that existing in the game would be a lot better, I think. But... Uh, also, I was found it strange that Legions of the First Prince weren't changing the FAQ, but I'm assuming it'll be coming in the Nurgle FAQ to how they summon, because obviously they summon 10 Plague Bearers right now yeah. a turn, quite comfortably, three times, a t- three times a game. And that's obviously now 20 wounds. Mm-hmm. Are they still going to continue to be able to do that or not? Uh, the Great Unclean one example, it's quite funny. Legion of the First Prince does it again. Great Unclean one with the Nurglings having the four foul blade. 15 attacks on fives and sixes doing D3 mortal wounds per attack. Excellent. Yeah. Will it become a mount so it doesn't get the access to the item? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I think uh, that's pretty much your damage dealer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, the the drones the drones are not bad. There's some weight of attacks in there. Um, it's still just paper attacks. So like, there's. I I think. The lack of access to doing either mortal wound damage or having rend mm-hmm. is still such a detriment to a game now that is based on good armor saves or only cares about taking mortal wounds. Yeah. Uh, will the heroic interactions, the heroic uh, interaction of healing D3 a turn not being able to be done in combat, that could maybe change it for Nurgle uh, because that means obviously you're not just going to heal D3 of yeah. your. Probably. Your uh, contagion points a turn, uh, which is what I like. 
as I said to you as well, no wheel control. I find that a, a, yeah, it's pretty a lot of downside. Thought that even if it was just a just a command ability, so you can move yeah. it one one space either direction, or I mean a command trait, not an ability. Yeah, I think it, I think a command a command ability that can be used once per game. You can turn the wheel to any place you want it to be. Uh, or also you have a character like Epidemius. Like Epidemius, instead of giving rerolls, if you had the ability to make it that you change the direction the wheel went, so instead of going forward, it goes back, uh, anti-clockwise, for example, could be quite cool. If that was a once per game change for him, so like obviously you you have a turn of this effect, then you go back. So you the ward save for Nurgle Heroes. You go to the next one, and then turn three, you want it to go back to the the ward save, for example. But, but like you said, spending contagion points to be able to manipulate the wheel might be might be a way of using them. That yeah, I also find it quite funny that they shorthand oh, contagion see. points to CP, which is also command points. In this game. First game, yeah. yeah. I, um, one of the things on the wheel where you roll for the turn. Yeah. For each hero, and if you roll a four a up turn number or whatever it is, a four. No, you roll them out of dice. Um, I think yeah, roll dice for every model, every hero, and then for every dice that's equal to or higher than the turn roll yes. battle round. I yeah. thought it was command points. I was like, ah, but, but no, it's contagion. But also, what would you spend the command points on? Because they're well, just well, they're not the scroll anymore. All yeah. the command abilities are gone off the scrolls. Well, out of the demons that I've got. Yeah. Um, Even the mortals don't have much. Yeah. Even the mortals lost most of them. Glockin yeah. is kind of the only one. Well, Glockin is the only one with his. Uh, charging your opponent's hero phase, which yeah. makes no sense to me. For a, it, it makes sense as the idea you're going to put contagion on your opponent in their turn. But if you're against an army that likes combat, they they're just going to. What, what do you think about Epidemius? Is uh, diseases that he generates? Do you think? I mean, we've played it now a couple of times, and I've always got all seven on two turns now. Surely that should be that each hero phase you roll that, and then until your next hero phase you get to spend those rerolls. Mm. Not a once a game thing, is it? Where you work? It's so um, it's so poorly yeah. worded that it sounds like you get to roll them. Once you're up to seven, you're up to seven, and once you've spent them, you've spent them. Yeah. It's kind of like Destiny dice, but not Destiny dice. It yeah. kind of feels like that weird. Talk. I still would have preferred him to have a table that. It's based on the amount of contagion point, uh, disease points that's on the table. But I would have also liked it that disease points was what you spent to summon. So you could either decide to do damage to your opponent or summon it. Oh. But you'd still be capped at summoning. And you yeah. could also only empty. I also, like, that's what I also think. Because again, some of the things are worded that, like, where Maleficent Wonders, where Plague Bearers count as two units for disease points. Like, yeah. that's obviously just. One of the, yeah, one of the uh, command traits is that you count as two. Uh, one of the boons, sorry, yeah. is you count as two for the purpose of disease, but it, it says if you're within range of any. Yeah, you get it, should be, it should be per unit. I think it should have been per unit, because I, I think it would have been. It's still not that strong. It's still, It yeah. stopped being too strong. And people are like, oh, no, you shouldn't do that. But the thing is, you get so many attacks going in. Like, you play drones, get up to the seven in a round of combat and stuff. No worries, because there's so many attacks going in. Yeah. And even if they're not uh, doing the damage, they're still putting the disease on. I think so what, so what is it? Is it combat phase and... A movement. Movement phase. 
So yeah. if you're in combat, that's one. If you're yeah. in, if you, sorry, if you're in movement, if you're in combat in the movement phase, you're one. Combat yeah. phase, that's two. Yeah. And for, uh, if you then what roll 30, 30 dice averagely, that's five. That's without yeah. any of the uh, great and clean one and all that doing their effects. We really haven't struggled getting the seven on. Um, and it's like the great unclean one, the amount of attacks that he's putting in. I mean, it's mm. it's that's another one. He's way. supposed to what twenty four attacks now, I think, is it? Or something? Really? Uh, so, and the well, three blight drones puts in what twenty twenty one shots, mm. and then it does twenty five melee attacks. Yeah. So you're soon up to seven. Surely you should be able to use. I th- I think it should be. One per three, but the rage, the kickback we got on that one was the same. It was a uh, a lot of people saying, "Well, it clearly says any," and that's just from an early version. But it's like, well, we don't definitely know that unless you've got the rule. If here. an early version went to print and they didn't FEQ it day one to be what they intended, that's just poor business, isn't it? That's like you. That's like you saying, "Pre-order this game and get this day one release," which is on, by the way, the fifteenth of July. And then the 15th of July comes and you try and pre- like download it and it's not there. And they go, oh, by the way, oh, yeah, it's, it's delayed for two weeks. Yeah. Because that's what they're doing to you there with a two week or four week it, delay it, of an FAQ. You're not getting the book at its intention. I think it's easy enough to get to the cap of seven anyway, regardless. Mm. So, I, I mean, I do think that it makes more sense just from playing a few games now that you get one per unit. It's not OP because you know, seven seven. You're never going to go over seven. No, nope. you, you can't do anything else with them. Like I says, fair enough if Epidemius had his old table where it was yeah. like what on twenty one plus can points on the table or something because obviously it used to be wound damage caused by Nurgle. But what would that be? What a four up save and a roll hits, re-roll wounds or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's nothing, is it? Like now it would just be like plus because again, plague bearers fall over now. Because six of armor, that's what I'm saying. If something goes straight for your armor, like again, example, you'll have to play against that. You'll have to play against uh, Sigvald. Oh yeah. See yeah. how much damage he does, because he's just going to delete them, which makes sense, because he's yeah. an anti to Nurgle. Uh, yeah. well, this I, I book like makes it. me wonder, uh, wonder what they're going to do for with corn. Well, because this book's very different. It like is. this book fits. Two great unclean ones at best on the table, while corner running around with five <laughs> bloodthirsters. Oh, bloodthirsters need to be a lot, a lot better, but a lot more points. I think. I think if you gave them the Kragnos Rage, okay, where they do damage when they take damage per phase, <laughs> would be good. But they also got the too dangerous to ignore or something kind of effect, where oh. if they take damage, they move three inches or D three or D six, whatever you want to go for. D six might be a bit fast because you roll that lucky. And they move towards the closest enemy unit because they're filled with rage, sort of thing, like frenzy. Yeah, no, it would be quite good. Yeah, I'd like to see them better. I'd like to see them fall out of the sky as well and do and do sort of like boom damage when they land. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, bloodthirsters blood should be able to deep strike. I don't understand why they're not. I don't understand why not a lot of the greater demons can't. Eight oh. inches away because eight's corny. And do do mortal wounds to everything within. It nine. doesn't matter for. Because they'd be on a nine, but they get plus one to their charge, so they only have to roll on it. Yeah, but I, I'd like to see it. Um, I, I, I would like them to be better. 
we do need some things. We need Scarbrand so that that fucking sorry carnage attack or whatever it is, the one that you roll a one it does eight and on a on a six it does sixteen. And if you've got a a blood secretor, you're getting two attacks. Then if you've got a I, you're getting... I, their book will definitely fix that. Oh, Morals don't affect it. It can keep it maybe, but I think it should just say that should be an. It shouldn't be an attack. It should oh, be see below paragraph, just yeah. an effect, and it shouldn't be a. But and me and Eric discuss it quite often because he loves them. Mm. Got very little going for him at the moment. So... Also, but he does for now with uh, Archeon. Be my will is uh, yeah. So affects all chaos now. So when they get a fight when they die, yeah. But obviously, that's quite an expensive cost between Archeon and Scarbrand. Mm. But definitely now that Archeon isn't affected by your Corn Allegiance, which is, in my opinion, the best thing they did this edition uh, of this FAQ. Making that these Grand Warmasters aren't affected by the Allegiance of armies they actually aren't a part of is a brilliant, brilliant point of view to do. Uh, the sad thing is that cities of Sigmar and Stormcast still get to do good coalition effects while chaos have seemed to have been yeah. detrimented by it but i think when we get the new book there is going to be a dawnbringer's crusade book or whatever it's called is it dawnbringer crusade dawnbringer's crusades i think that'll be the new uh sort it, city or whatever they will well excelsior will be the big city i think for this edition maybe at that point they'll uh they'll... but again it's still in the stormcast book stormcast book still if you're stormkeep you get one in four of your units can be uh a city's unit yeah. Would you take it? No, because strong cash units are better than cities for their own book. I don't think there's anything I would take. Maybe a Frostheart Phoenix if you wanted to take something, but at that point you would just take a uh, Draconif leader instead, I'd say. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the new dragons? I think they're fine. Yeah. Uh, slightly overpointed. I. Slightly underpointed, but I think the problem is is just how aggressive the Stormcast book tries to be with like everything. Like they have the ability to move in the hero phase once per game, so they get a ten inch move turn one in the hero phase. They can then, if if your leader is around you and you're wholly within nine or twelve of him, he lets them shoot in the hero phase once per game. So obviously that's Normally four storm breaths if you're doing it. So it's averaging like one two one two is nothing. Three to four is d three. Five six is d six. So you're averaging two d three plus a d six if you want to do averages of it. And that's then like averaging out at what four seven seven and a half mortal wounds. And then you're going to go to your movement phase and move ten inches, and then you're going to shoot again. Yeah, but they also get quite a lot of attacks in combat, and all the storm hosts. I think all the storm hosts are good for them. They all each storm host has its own thing that uh, makes them great, and also the stormcast book is probably good because the storm hosts no longer lock you into items or com uh, command traits, so you can kind of go and make yourself your list a bit more narrative or have a slight narrative at all. Yeah. I think the big dragons might be a bit too expensive for they feel quite expensive for 600 points. Yeah, I've not seen I've not played them yet. I'll tell you when I've played them. Uh it'll be interesting to see. So we've got a a store league at the tabletop minis, haven't we? Yeah. That's starting in January. 
Um, now we are fixed. It starts at 2000 points and it's just three months. I was hoping for four so I could play because you can change your list each month and you have two games. Are you going to play each Grand Alliance? I'm assuming I was going to, yeah. But um, with it only being three, I don't know now. Um, so, so we'd well, the Mars if you're winning, doesn't it? If you're winning season one, you'll continue. You'll keep the filth going. I'm winning. I'm, I'm taking the drugs. That's a good army. Though. It's a but nice now, army. And I got a bit of a, an upgrade from the last time I took them out because yeah. that points have dropped again. Reduction. Yeah. Um, means that. Do you think that was necessary? Actually, talking of. I, th- I think they need they need a bit of a, a a book update. They need more than a ten point reduction on one one model. I, th- I think yeah, the battle tome is a problem. I yeah. think if get rid of the moon and that narrative side. It's the same idea I was saying. Like you've got to think like your gloom spikes gets book has something based in your points somewhere. There must be a calculation of it based in your points. But if someone destroys your scenery piece, you all of a sudden can't summon it anymore. Because it's so big, yeah. you can't screen it off and stop somebody getting within three inches of it. All they have to do is run one monster over. And Ragnos it's... only has to get within six. That's what his effect is when he gets uh, the end of Empires. He looks so good now. I love that. Like, I was talking to Grant about Nagash, like absolute janky Nagash lists that just break the summoning system that he's got. But then there's other lists, like you say, what is it, Kragnos, Free Cows and some Wormfang? How awesome is that as an army? Or your list where it's like Kragnos and then was it like I can get, was it 21 trolls or something? It's quite a lot of trolls. Yeah, I I think he'll be good. He'll be good for a while, but he needed it because he was a oh, bit yeah. overwhelming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, I think he's good, for. He is in a really good place because... I think if you rely on magic to do your damage, for example, you just can't touch him. I've played against it, and I was playing like uh, Legions of First Prince, so I had quite a lot of debuffing magic. You just can't touch him. You just kind of have to either ignore him. Again, I put like five combat units into him. I'd Bellacor, an Epitome with the Porphyl Blade, uh, Kairos, a Spawn, and then like a unit Pink Horrors in... Uh, I just couldn't get through him. He just tanks so much damage when he's... Because he's on a two-up save, he's able to make himself once per game plus one straight away from uh, the finest hour alone. Yeah, he's good. It'll be interesting to see. I hope he does well. I do, because I think Destruction need some big, scary, smash-everything-up characters. He's he's also... In t- like At the point, you have to kill him, because cause he counts as 30 models on objectives now. You can't just ignore him anymore. No, oh, he's he's going to be a big a big distraction. So so yeah, for, so I'll I'll say what my list is first. So what I've managed to change out is now I don't have to have a madcap shaman. I can now get a fungoid in. Mm-hmm. And that's a big upgrade in itself. Getting the uh, getting the little ward save on him. Um, and and I really like as well. We haven't touched on this from the FAQ that the amulet of destiny is now not as good as it was. So it's not an auto take anymore. So you're just taking the second auto take item, is that what you? Yeah, yeah, I'm taking the second one um, <laughs> because the app doesn't let me take any of the drug ones. Do you think that's we like me and Grant talk about it a lot? Actually, Does... I think I've not got took it. I think on my the list I submitted, I did take the glowy house instead, which is okay. the drug one. 
which gives him the it's crap it's so crap it gives you a four up ward it gives you a four up save against wounds and mortal wounds but if you roll a one he eats it so it's gone that's exactly how the amulet of destiny should have been yeah yeah if you'd have rolled a one it broke and that was it a two up until you fail one and then it breaks yeah, well, the the troll ones are four up until you roll a one, which is annoying because you've got to roll everything one at a yeah, time. Yeah, separate, yeah. But the other one was that I was going to take Manticore Venom. So it's, it's threes and threes, like all the trogs are threes and threes. Um, the Slogoth's in there to make them twos and threes. The Manticore Venom makes him twos and twos. Um, but in the end, I decided I didn't want him in combat because he's the one who gives plus two bravery mm-hmm. to all the trogs. Plus, he gives the re-roll ones to hit to all the trucks. Yeah. So the last thing you want is him dying. So he's got the glowy house and he's just going to sit at the back. And so the yeah. break boss is going to do the work of hitting. So I've got two sixes of trog- of rock guts, two threes of rock guts, a nine fellwater, a breaker boss, a fungoid cave shaman, and the dank hold. Um, it's two drops. Um, One drop too many, isn't it? It's... Well, that's it. it. That's what I'm saying. That's a faction, for example. If that faction was able to one-drop that list, you can just go, you can take turn one, yeah. they move forward, and then you go, cool, I'm on for a double. Yeah, it's just too many units to fit into a, a, a battalion. Can you do it with Craggy? If you dropped... Because you're dropping a bit for Craggy. Yeah, monster. Yeah. So I probably could. Because um, none of them are... Away. Well, he would take your 10 wound... He would take a commander spot because he's over 10 wounds and he's a hero. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I'd have to look at it. It probably could because I'd have to drop some bits, but I'm mm. not going to paint Craggy. I've got too much other stuff on the table. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm taking for, for month one. Um, it's fun. What's your grand strategy? I'm assuming hold the battle line. Yeah, because everything's battle line. Yeah. Yeah, except for the characters and the slogoth, so yeah, it's it's pretty easy to keep keep something alive. So what have you gone with? I went for Stormcast Eternals again. Yeah, yeah. my third time playing them now. So, so what? I'm Celestial Vindicators, which is the on the charge uh, on the turn you charge until your next hero phase. If you roll sixes to hit. It's uh, two hits, mm-hmm. which is just brilliant. Because obviously, it also means if you're if you go turn one in that charge, and then it's your opponent's turn, you still get it on their next turn. You get it until your next hero phase. So if you get then double turn, you're getting so much extra value out of that uh, effect. Uh, I've got a knight draconis as my general, who is the hero small dragon. <laughs> I know where this is going. Uh, he has, uh, and then I've got a knight of canter, okay. a lord relictor with the translocation. Translocation, yeah. <laughs> four four stormdrake guard, <laughs> two units of five vindicators, and six longstrike vanguard. Yeah, that should be good fun. It's it's what it was to me as well as it's it's twenty three models. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean I can get that done in a day or two uh quite comfortably it's just building it it's waiting for it to arrive is the current uh oh well it's christmas post and then if it doesn't come tomorrow it's not going to come until next wednesday is it yeah a lot of it's saying it'll be next wednesday or something but 
I I don't mind losing the points like You'll first make, game of the month or something. You make it up in the wins, you know. It's uh, but yeah, I it's I, it's talking of having fast games as well, is it? Like uh, it's a fast army to play with. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is more of a painting project as well, so that's the aim for it. Like I'm gonna uh, up my stand, my own standard as well. Definitely more than my last one. Right. Uh, <laughs> Well, I I didn't mind it at all. I do. I'd, uh, it's worth mentioning. Like it was all, it was all like uh, monochrome. It was complete. Yeah, yeah. So monochrome. So yeah. just black and whites. But uh, it wasn't just the standard models either, though. You've gone for. You've really themed it. Yeah, I can give, I can get some pictures taken of it, and you can post them uh, yeah. up on the feed for the uh, this one. But yeah, it's like my checklist was based off of uh, Tamriel. Uh, Tamriel. Uh, that's gonna bug me. I forgot her name. Tam Van Drake uh, from the Nagash Age of Sigmar book, the rise of him when he came back to power after being slain or kinged by uh, Archeon. So it's uh, she's my uh, uh, Teclas, and she's converted from the Recrean model with Neferata's head on a like Terrorgeist that's blind, which is used as the uh, the the bat inside the moon which is from that book as well the inside the moon on the realm of shaish there's this great bat-like creature that feeds upon souls uh all my wardens were based off of the new skeleton range all my archers were like uh 3d printed skeletons uh what are, uh, bows and then my kaflar was a uh, miss weaver side which is a model i love still love that doesn't get played or used because i don't think it's even legal anymore uh unfortunately uh it was her converted uh to have half a skull sort of thing so she's half alive half dead sort of thing uh just kind of based off just uh the realm of death this army will also be themed on realm of death i have a there's a couple of some stuff to come uh you'll i'll, I'll definitely send them across to you straight up before obviously you might not see them if you don't play the semi mechanism but uh this army is like very death themed again uh that's what we should be. We do like the death. But we've got quite a few in the league, though. I it? think we're up to 16 now. I might. I can just open up the, yeah. the chat for it. I was just saying earlier that the only weekend I can get down to Aberdeen, because everybody's from Aberdeen, so they're all going to be quite flexible with when they can play. It's a great store. Um, and Riaf, uh, who runs the place, he has the he has a tabletop minis. Is and he has a YouTube that it's not add on really. He's not done much with that side. Uh... Well, when I first started, well, at the beginning of Age of Sigma, when we converted across, it was one of the things that got me into doing battle reports myself. It was one of the ones that I really watched constantly. So he did some pretty good, uh, some pretty good reports. We're at 21 players. 21. 21, it's a good number. Oh, yeah. You don't know how long that'll last, obviously, month to oh, month, but uh, hopefully that continues or it, it grows even further. There's uh, quite a few of the local scene. Uh, there's a, uh, Mark Shields, I don't know if you remember him, he used to play 8th edition, he used to play Seraphon, he had a beautiful demon mixed army. Uh, it's his great unclean one that was in the chat for it today. Yeah, all that, uh, yeah. He's a magnificent painter as well, uh, but I think this is his return to the fantasy side, sort of thing, because he used to play 8th edition, I don't think he's really played Age of Sigmar. 
mm-hmm. uh, all. And you've got some of the local Aberdeen ones, like you say, you've got Grant, Jamie, McHugh, uh, John Bayliss, myself, uh, Kevin and Rias. as well. Kev's not in it, no. He's not uh, playing this one, oh. unfortunately. But, yeah, hopefully maybe get another one or two people. Uh, if not, they can always jump in later in the league. Uh, if yeah. there's anyone, actually, that even listens to this that's uh, local to Aberdeenshire, even if you're local as Stu, who's a couple of hundred miles away. Uh, but... uh, well, I mean, the way I see it is I can come down on a Friday night boat overnight. I can play my games Saturday and Sunday. And then mm. come back on the Sunday afternoon boat. I don't have to take any time off work. Yeah. Get yourself a couple of films in on the one on the Friday night, one on the Saturday night that takes ages to you get to you as well. And yeah, I'll be up for the drinks. Well, I, I don't drink in January at least. Uh, don't know. We'll get you some. We'll get you some soda pops. <laughs> but no, I'm looking forward to it. Unfortunately, nobody from Orkney can make it. Mm-hmm. But Inverness and Caithness and you know even down as far as Dundee, it's not far to drive. No, no, it's only a hour or so from. Say, if Dundee. it's also your games for the month, like you say, if you come down a Saturday and get both your games in, that's yeah, you can do it in one day. There's no reason that you need to do it over two. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I've got quite a bit of work again in February, March down in Aberdeenshire, so I'll be spending quite a bit of time down there. So I'll uh, beautiful area, isn't it? Just can't stay away. That's it. Well, uh, I'll I'll get some. I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, same. Uh, as like I said, you'll see the the hobby project side of it. Uh, mm. Just quite over the top as usual, me sort of thing. It's. But I just don't, don't play you. Yeah, game one, that'll be. <laughs> yeah, I'll have you and Grant. That's okay, actually. I don't mind. Like you and John Bayless. Oh, I think it'll be good fun, and uh, we've got Tempest as well in January, haven't we? Yeah, you do. Uh, yeah. I'd pulled out of that just uh clear yeah. hobby funds for buying stuff and uh, oh, that's fair so that's the 15th yeah that weekend yeah halfway through hopefully again covid permitting depending on how things go i think as much as it is i think you're looking okay for scotland to yeah hopefully i think the I mean, numbers aren't rising as fast here as what england are getting but keeping the one meter distance in uh, that is, uh, Steve's put in mm-hmm. keeping the numbers reduced by having just three per row rather than four still. Um, Does that mean he's not, he's not keeping the 40 people then if he's doing uh, that? I'm not too sure because he can have the two extra rows and the side tables. Oh, true, yeah. Um, so I think it should be all right still. Um, but he says there's going to be a metre space at least between tape, uh, between mm-hmm. um, players. Sports. Uh, so yeah, and people I suppose will be masked up, um, and no spectators at tables. So yeah. that's it, maximum of three households. But it's only two player games, so that's not really going to work. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It'll be nice because I can't go to the Brewdog one in February. Oh, um, that'll be the big one. That's the. I am getting to go to the Marvel Crisis Protocol one though, so I've already booked to come down for that one. I'll be that one as well. I think that's that's why I like it. Uh, trying to fit in both MCP events and AOS events is more uh, going half and half is kind of my plan for the year. Yeah. We'll continue to be allowed to go to events. Yeah, I'm bringing the kids down to the Marvel one, so it should be good. I think they'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's that. But that was 
That was short, sweet, and to the point. That's it, yeah. Uh, just, just like us. Uh, but no, that'd be good. We'll uh, we'll maybe do something after we've had our first games, and we'll have. Yeah. We'll have a catch up before Tempest or something. If uh, I'm assuming lists will be out, or I don't know what his plan yeah, is for that. Go through the lists for each month and talk through it, and then come give a bit of a recap on our games. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll try and get Riaf on or something to give his shop a plug. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, well, thank you very much for joining us. So thank you very much. Thanks to see you all. Two three years all hearing us. Yeah, I, God knows if this will work because on my screen I've just got Liam on one half and a black square on the other, so I don't know if I'm working. Just put a, just put a picture of yourself up. And just just get the mouth moving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's that. Have a happy New Year. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. We'll see how see how the trucks do. Right, I'll get it done. I might even be able to to get it up and uploaded today. Who knows? People can listen in while they're waiting for the bells because they won't have anything better to do, surely. <laughs> anyway, take care, sir.
boots back out in the snow to the only all-night grocery when what's my wondering eye should appear in the line as that guy 